today. As always, please like, share, and subscribe to this channel for more inspirational videos and audios, stimulating discussions and conversations, and more. Peace and blessings. Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello, welcome and welcome back. Happy Wednesday to you. I hope that your weekend was wonderful and I hope the first part of your week was great as you are enjoying your Wednesday I am moving forward with the law this is the 613 laws and I will be doing the 10 commandments also as I have been moving forward with this series of the law um, we have been pointing out what Yeshua in the New Testament has fulfilled. We also uh, distinguish whether certain laws are still open or whether we reserve them. Reserving them being more of a gray area simply because certain things have to be in place in order for you to move forward and celebrate or observe various laws so um sometimes you could just observe um things in your heart because you don't have the equipment the atmosphere the situation to um um practice it uh so you can observe it and like i said um yeshua came to fulfill the law okay now um but not nullify there's some things that we still practice um, as the children of Israel. And for those people who say no, then they need to go back. <laughs> First, pray and meditate and ask the most high to open your eyes to spiritual things. Because once you're able to discern, the most high will give you things for you to understand. A lot of people's not understanding what's happening. Okay. Um, not saying that they're stupid, but most high don't give you everything all at once. You may have to go back over certain things. Um, for those people who say, why is this woman doing it? Honey, if the most high could give uh, Miriam of Magdala some real mysteries to understand, and she understood them, and all the rest of the sons of Zion got pissed off and angry and couldn't believe that Yeshua gave Miriam the 411 and she could understand it. 
and the rest of the sons couldn't understand it's because they headstrong, haughty, hard-headed, and they keep holding on to stuff half the time that's not even there. They interpreted stuff on their own. That's why the Most High had to keep rebuking Peter. And remember, the church is built on Peter, okay? It's built on Peter. But what was Peter? Hard-headed, stiff-necked. The Most High rebuked him several times. It doesn't mean that the Most High didn't love him, but he had to get out of his own head, his own interpretation, and be open to what Yahshua is saying. I say that to say there's a lot of men that think they know what's going on, but they really don't. Okay? And that's all right, because every day is a learning experience. Every day. Now, I'm going to move forward with this lore. We're going to break some stuff down. And I'm going to tell you this, as humble as I am always, there's some things that are gray areas. I can't really answer it. I can only look at the variables of a thing and determine whether it's still open or that we should observe it. If it's fulfilled, it's obvious. Okay, in regards to sacrifice and stuff like that, that's obvious to anybody with a piece of common sense. But certain uh, laws within um, these 613 laws, it's a gray area. So it's really hard because there's so many variables that have to be in place um, to be able to um, practice them. And the most high knows that, but we're going to go over some, hold on, we go to the front. We are going to go over some rules while I continue to move forward and then we'll get down to it. Now, I said I will continue to put the rules in place while I'm reading these 613 laws simply because it's very important to know and to note. We are still in. The 248 positive mitzvah, which are the commandments, the do's, what you're supposed to do, okay? We also said that the law is the most high's divine instruction in righteousness. Did the laws make you um perfect? No. The most high put those laws in place because you would go totally ham with the heathens. That's why the Most High, remember the Most High did this before the foundation of the world. That's why the Most High said, let me put these rules and regulations in place so that I can gauge how to um, correct them. Because I already know they're going to start acting crazy. I know this already. The Most High knew this before the foundation of the world. He knew that you was going to follow the devil. He knew that you was going to follow everybody else. He knew it. So that's why he put the laws in place. The laws are not for people who's perfect. If you could follow the most high's divine, um, uh, what would I say? The, um, I would say, uh, his direction, his direction. If you could follow the most high's direction without, um, these laws, then you wouldn't need the laws. Okay. If you could follow his direction without him doing anything, then you wouldn't need the laws. Just like the, um, um, Yaakov, who was Israel's 12 sons. There wasn't no laws back then. And when they messed up, they knew right from wrong. There is a right from wrong, even before the written rules. When they messed up, they quickly repented. Remember, 
I did the testament of the 12 before these laws. And why did I do it? Just to let you know that our forefathers, children of Israel already knew that we was going to mess up. Even with the laws, they knew. So they put roadblocks, caution, please don't do it. They practically begged you not to transgress. But guess what? They knew you was and they said it. Oh, we know y'all going to transgress and I'm going to wipe my hands of it. Because y'all going to act just like sea monsters and start trying to drown one another and, and, and be real beastly towards one another. Yes, that's what um, some of them were saying. They knew this already, even with the laws. And this is this is the sad thing about the children of Israel. They want everybody to acknowledge who they are, but they don't acknowledge who they are. I know many of us um, who have not been spiritually open yet don't know okay but those who are beginning to um come into the understanding of who they are they want everybody else to acknowledge them and i say that to say and i don't mean everybody but for the most part they do they want everybody to acknowledge that they um, are who they are and i'm sorry to tell you the devil's never going to acknowledge who you are because if he acknowledges who you are, then he has to acknowledge to the most high that he's going to be defeated. And he's not willing to do that. So do not expect, expect the devil, his children or his followers to ever acknowledge who you are. And it really doesn't matter whether they acknowledge who you are or not. What you need to do when you become spiritually open, you need to turn from your wicked ways and you need to repent. That's what you need to do. Stop following everybody and telling everybody, oh, I'm this and I'm that. Don't tell people that. Work on you. Work on you. That's why I said do your job. I did a lesson that says do your job. Once you become spiritually aware and understand who you are and who you belong to, now it's time to start doing your job. What is your job? Listening to the most high, turning uh, from your wicked ways, praying and listening to the most high. He's going to direct your paths. Why um, I say all of this, according to the um, 12 patriarchs, the most high, um, not the most high, one of our uncles said, and I believe it was the seventh brother. And he said, the devil knows that once the children of Israel find out who they are and they start praying, all this is going to stop. So right now you want people to validate you. You don't need the devil to validate you. You don't need any of the devils to validate you. You need to do your job. That's what you need to do. Okay. I'm talking to the children. Stop running around here telling everybody you the children. They already know you the children. And this is why they are doing what they are doing to you. Stop running around there all that energy you doing and running around telling everybody you the people and fighting with people the most high already marked you by your dna i don't care if you ran to the ends of the earth and the, all the lights was out the most high would know who you are it's in your dna so why oh why do you care whether people acknowledge you or not do your job and that's what I got to say to the children of Israel in regards to this nonsense. Stop running around here telling everybody, oh, yeah, I'm this, I'm that. It's okay. It's all right. I'm going to woo-woo-woo you for two seconds, and then I'm going to get back to what I need to say. It's okay. Once you find out who you are, yes, you are the children. You've been the children. Everything that's in these scriptures is yours. All that the Most High said you are, you are. You're beautiful. You're strong. 
all of that. You're all of that. And you don't need anybody else to validate you but the truth. And who's the truth? It's not what, it's who. Who's the truth? Let the most high be the truth in every man and whatever else that's mixed in their DNA be a liar. So once you understand that, you don't have to worry about anybody else. You don't have to um, run around having them validated. You don't have to, because guess what? It's prophecy. Yeshua said he going to make them gravel at your feet. Okay, just patient. be patient. Be patient. And if you've never seen that in your lifetime, just know that the truth said it was going to be. Understand that. That's what we have to understand as the children of Israel. There's going to be a whole bunch of truths that we're going to learn. And even if we are not here to witness it, it's going to happen. Because guess what? The truth said it. The way said it. The life said it. Yeshua said he's the way, the truth, and the life, right? So he said that he's going to make them grovel at your feet. That's what he said. So I don't give a D-A-M who say they the people. I don't care. Nobody could prove it. It's too much manipulation. So here's my woo-woo-woo to you. And now I'm getting back to what I need to say. Stop uh, begging people for validation. You don't need validation. The Most High already stamped you. Not unless you're one of the rebels that the Most High is getting ready to get rid of. Because remember, many times they are from us. Those people, those rebels, they from us, but they not of us. Understand what that means. Catch that one. That's a scripture. Okay? Because it's going to be a whole bunch of rebels that's going to get what the devil and his children and his followers get. Understand that? No. Now. I'm going to put the rules down, not in any particular order, and then I'm going to move forward. Okay, I don't know how long this is going to be, but I need you to understand that we're going to go through all of these. And by the grace of the Most High, and uh, y'all willing, I can explain everything I need to explain to you. Now, I'm not saying I know everything about these scriptures. I'm not saying, but what the Most High gives to me on my heart, I'm going to give to you. Okay? I'm coming forward with this as humbly as possible. I meditate on this throughout the week. I'm asking the most high to direct my paths. Okay. So here we go. Not in any particular order. These are the rules that I need you to keep in mind when I read these laws. Number one, the laws build character and they are ethical and moral. Two, the laws are made for sinners as a guideline to gauge behavior, children of Israel. Number three, these books with the laws was taken by the heathens and they used in the whole wide world. They are, okay, but they crooked because the devil's crooked. Number four, the laws, there's laws everywhere, laws of nature, laws that govern this world. Okay, there's even a law that the water is only supposed to hit a certain point on the beach unless the most high says otherwise. Those are laws. Number five, Shaul went to the Gentiles. 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 Why? Because he was persecuting his own brethren. The most high, who was Yahshua, turned him around, said, ah, 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 made him blind for three days taught him some lessons and he says in several of those new testament books that he wrote 
to various churches and whoever else that he's the apostle to the Gentiles. Understand that because everybody keep grabbing onto Shaul's writing and whatever. Shaul is writing some of his own ideas in his head. And I'm going to give you an example. Um, Moshe said that people could get um, a divorce. Okay. And that's what they was doing. He said that they can get a divorce. That wasn't a part of the law. When Yash fast forward, Yahshua is walking on earth. And then one, um, somebody asks Yahshua, I don't know whether it's Pharisees or whoever it was. Can't remember off the top of my head, but they ask him about divorce. Well, Moshe said we could get a divorce. Is that true? And Yahshua said in a nutshell, no, it wasn't meant for you to get a divorce. But because y'all so stiff neck and pig headed. So y'all don't tear each other apart. You go around killing the woman that you don't want anymore after you use her up. I made in my own words. Then you should get a divorce. But no, there was no such thing as getting a divorce. So did Moshe make up his own um, his own law? And that's a gray area. Why? Because murder is terrible. So you rather separate than murder. Because a man will murder a woman if he don't want to be around her. And if she's um, ticking him off to the nth degree. And you know, women could be uh, pecking hens. And nobody want to hear a, pe a pecking hen all day. So, understand what I mean when I say this about Shaul. Okay? Because Shaul saying, oh yeah, women shouldn't be doing this and women shouldn't be doing that. Yahshua didn't say nothing like that. Sometimes people say their own stuff. And you really got to read what he said. Really read what he said about that. And I say that to say Shaul went to the Gentiles and not to his own people. Why would he have to go to his child? Shaul went to the Gentiles. That's all. I'm not going to keep going there. Number um, six, Deuteronomy 28 accompanies the laws. I'm going to say it again. Deuteronomy 28 accompanies the laws. There can't be a Deuteronomy 28 if there's no laws. So if the people is saying you don't have to listen to the laws, then why do they believe in Deuteronomy 28? You got to ask yourself that question. Um, number seven, Leviticus 18, four and five. Hmm. That's really, really, really peculiar numbers. Leviticus 18, 4 and 5. Those that follow the law must live in them. What? Okay. So the children of Israel have to follow the laws until the consummation of time. And not all the laws in regards to this is why we're doing this. This is why I'm going to tell you what is fulfilled, open, and which you can observe. This is why, because it's a lot of gray area. Understand that. And number eight, Yah's word goes out and does not return void. Okay? Most I say heaven and earth could pass away, is going to pass away, but not his word. And neither are the laws. The laws are forever. Most I made two worlds. Two worlds in this world is the winter for the children. Buckle up with the law. We're the umbrella of faith. And this is not um this is not the um the um the spiritual armor. I'm just telling you. Buckle up because it's cold. Understand that. So now we're gonna move forward. We are still, and I'm gonna say it again. We are still in the 248 positive 
commandments, the do commandments. Okay. I'm going to say this too in the New Bible Testament. This is what Paul said. Do we then nullify the law through faith? May it never be. On the contrary, we establish the law. Say what? Romans 3 and 31. Who now? What now? Now let me move on. Now, we are in the category of community. Remember, we still in the dues. And I'm going to try to do all of these dues and then the next week, y'all willing, we're going to do the don'ts. But it depends because there's a lot. You try to, you know, I'm not going to keep reading the same old ones because they do have some that's the exact same. So I'm not going to do that. But I will tell you whether it's open, fulfilled, or observed because gray area is gray area. Okay, there's a lot of gray areas that is too many variables. So it's, it's um, I'm not going to say it's difficult, but it is definitely challenging. Okay, and when in doubt, don't do it. When in doubt, don't do it because you would rather just pray to the most high and say, help me to move forward. And I acknowledge um, what's happened. I thank you. It's best to pray and thank the most high for the things um, that we are supposed to observe rather than do what he said not to do and observe it on a wicked day. Do something that he's you're supposed to do with certain things that have to be in order um, that is not in order and you just turn around doing whatever you want to do. Remember, the devil made everything tainted, everything. This is why the children of Israel couldn't just uh, glorify the Most High anywhere. He couldn't. The Most High had to consecrate that area. So I'm telling you, you going out doing whatever you want to do, uh-uh. Okay? Listen, this is what it's all about. It's better to listen than to sacrifice. Listen to the most high. This is what's wrong with the children of Israel. They don't listen to nobody. This is why we're in the position we're in now. This is what it all boils down to. Adhering the word of the most high. And understanding. Not taking your own interpretation and doing what you want to do. I don't care how um how much you walk forward in um and trying to be um as respectful and um, trying to follow the word to the letter, you're not doing right if the most high is telling you uh, what he needs to tell you. If he tell you don't um, uh, don't um, celebrate it, and he has said this in the laws, I said it three weeks ago, if he say don't celebrate it because you don't have all the uh, way with all to do it, then don't do it. You can observe it. You could pray to him and just thank him and do whatever else, but don't do it. This is the this is the reason why the laws are here to find out if you're gonna listen to him. This is all. This is it. This is what it's all about. Can you listen? And that's how it is in a house when you with your parents. Think about when you was a kid. When the Most High, I mean, when the Most High, excuse me. When your parents said, "Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this." Did you turn around? I know many of us did. Did you turn around and do what you wanted to do? And when you got caught, what happened to you? I'm talking about the children of Israel, honey, my age and better. 
what happened to you. You know what happened to you. It's not like today when they let kids run amok, which is the total opposite of what the Most High says. What happened to you when you start um, breaking rules and regulations? Most High ain't playing with none of us. So let me um, move forward and stop yakking my gums. All right. We are on community. Now, remember, this is all the dudes. Law number 171, Exodus 30 and 12. On every male giving half a shekel annually to the temple. That right there is fulfilled. Why? We're not in our land. We don't have a temple. You know, they didn't call to the church and everybody who ain't supposed to be in there is in there. That's why. When you take the sum of the children of Israel after their number, then shall they give every man a ransom for his soul unto the most high when thou numberest them, that there will be no plague among them. Then thou numbered them. So that's fulfilled, I'm going to say. It's not open, it's fulfilled. Number 172, Deuteronomy 18 and 15, on heeding the prophets. The Most High thy El, Elion, will rise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto me, unto him ye shall hearken. Now, I'm going to say this is open. You know why? Because the Book of Jubilees said they will always be a prophet. There will always be a prophet. In the Testament of the Twelve, it says there will be a prophet, especially at the end days. Who do you think Yeshua is? The prophet. Yeshua is the prophet. Okay? Who do you think is praying for the children of Israel? The priests. Many of the priests were prophets. What did the Most High say in the New Testament and Old Testament? He said he's going to pour out his spirit in the, old, um, in, um, the later days. And who's going to be prophesying and all of that? So that's open. Okay. I just gave you three examples that um, are in the Bible. Number 173, Deuteronomy 17 and 15, on, import, on appointing a king. Thou shalt in many wise set him king over thee, whom the Most High, thy El Elyon, shall choose. One from, one from, among, one from among thy brethren shall thou set king over thee. Thou may not set a stranger over thee which is not your brother. Now, I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> oh, my. I'm going to leave this open. You know why I'm going to leave this open? Because it still holds true. What did Yahshua say when he was down here? And what did they say? What did the Pharisees and the Sadducees say? They called him the king of the Jews, didn't they? Even though there wasn't no Jews. You know, that uh, word did not pertain to us. They said Yahshua was the king, didn't he? Didn't they? Even though they mocked him, he really is the king. Didn't Most High appoint him over the children? Yes. And all throughout them. What did the Most High say in this law, 173? That nobody else is supposed to be the king over the children of Israel. Because we didn't listen. Remember, it's all about listening. It's all about listening. And since you don't listen, now heathens is over you. You at the bottom. Everybody's telling you, you ugly. This, that, the other child. Listen, that's still open. When Yeshua comes down here again, he's going to set all that right 
understand and know that's still open. But while Jacob is having his trouble, honey, the heathen then rolls up um, over you and they doing whatever they want to over you. Understand that. Law number 174, Deuteronomy 11, 17 and 11 on obeying the great court. According to the sentence of the law, which they shall teach thee, and according to the judgment, which they shall tell thee, thou shalt do. Thou shalt not decline from the sentence, which they shall show thee to the right hand or to the left. I'm going to say this. This right here, I'm going to leave open. You know why? Because along with the king, this is one of the laws of the king that's supposed to be over the children of Israel. But I already told you, since they didn't listen, now he didn't, is over them. So this is supposed to be in place. It's supposed to stay in place. Although it's not being practiced by the law of Deuteronomy 28. Okay, Deuteronomy 28 intercedes with this law, 174. Understand that. Now I'm on law number 175. Hold on. I, I, let me stay on 174 for a minute. A lot of people um, say, oh, you're supposed to pray for those people um, that's over you and all of this other stuff. Um, how are you praying for the devils that's over you that want your demise? Okay. This is why uh, law number 174 is important. But because you didn't listen or our ancestors didn't listen, this is why we in the position we in now. Understand that and know. People always wonder why we in this position, why we always at the bottom, why they always doing this to us, why they do this to our men, why they do this to our women, why they do this to our children. Because you don't listen. Your ancestors didn't listen. And you have to reap what your ancestors sow. That's why. Number 175, Exodus 23 and 2. On in case of division, abiding by majority decision, thou shalt not follow a multitude to do evil. Ooh, this is a good one. Neither shalt thou speak in a cause to decline after many to rest judgment. So, in case you're scattered, abiding by a uh, majority decision, you have to work together for that. Do the children of Israel work together? No. So, I'm going to say this stays open, even though we don't practice it. We don't. There's too many rebels in the camp, honey. Too many rebels. And most high, you already know what the most high said he's gonna do to the rebels. Number 176, Deuteronomy 16 and 18, appoint appointing judges and officers of the court in every town. Let me say something about this before I read it. I'm gonna leave this open. However, since the children didn't listen, people who's not supposed to be um, ruling over us are ruling over us, and nine times out of ten, we don't survive. Uh-huh. So this is open, and I'm going to read it and move on.
like I said, number 176, Deuteronomy 16 and 18, appointing judges and officers of the court in every town. And I'm going to say this again, because those people who don't know any better keep saying, oh, we're supposed to be praying for the ones that's over us, but the devils are over us right now. The devils are wearing out the saints. We are in the end times. The devils are doing everything they need to do and what their job entails because the devil knows what he's supposed to do and he's doing it. So what is he doing to the saints? Wearing their behinds out if he ain't killing them. That's what he's doing. And for those martyrs, because they are supposed to be martyrs, for those martyrs that are dying in every which way but loose, for those who are still alive, think about this. The most high helps appoint judges and officers over you in every town that you're supposed to live in. Are you in your land? Where are you right now? You in the land of your captivity. So who's praying over those who's over you that's uh, there to kill you? Y'all need to start thinking. Put your spiritual thinking caps on. Pray down to the ground as low as you could go and ask the most high to open your eyes and your ears. That's what you need to do. Because you're doing all kinds of stuff. You're just glorifying the devil by praying for your oppressors. That's what you're doing. Now, I don't want to get up here and start uh, going in. I'm going to keep going on with this law. But y'all need to wake up. Smell the coffee. Okay? And it says, judges and officers shall thou make, in, make thee in all thy gates, which the most high your L will give you throughout thy tribes and they shall judge the people with just judgment now that's open but is that happening no and as a matter of fact in these municipalities especially in the united states where yasharel or a rebel of yasharel is the governing body what is he doing or she y'all gonna stop playing with me hunty you know or we living in the upside down honey we are living in the upside down. Nobody doing what they supposed to do. Law number 177, Leviticus 19 and 15, treating litigants equally, impartially before the Lord. Now, this right here in the land. Now, I'm going to say this. Some people call United States Babylon. I say nay. Okay. Because Babylon is the mother of harlots. That's what Babylon is. United States is the daughter of Babylon. Babylon's the mother. United States is Mizraim and Sodom and Gomorrah, the daughter of Babylon. You already know what Babylon is, confusion. And I'm going to say it like this for those people who don't know. They say United States is the first world country. Um, their money's powerful and all of that. But whose money is more powerful than United States money? Whose? That's the queen. Babylon. Y'all going to stop the nonsense. Because uh, the queen of Babylon was here first before the daughter was even born. Before people came over here in the United States and conquered it and colonized it and did whatever, it became the daughter when that happened. So understand and know this is the daughter and not the mother. The mother's the head of everybody. 
Understand that. This is not the head of everybody. Even though it's rogue, it's not the head. Understand. So back to what I was saying. Law number 177, treating the litigants equally and impartially before the law. You know that don't happen here in the United States, in the daughter of Babylon. Ye shall do not unrighteousness in judgment. Thou shall not respect the person of the poor or honor the person of the mighty, but in righteousness thou shall judge thy neighbor. Where they do that at? Nowhere in on earth is any law just, especially in the United States, in the daughter of Babylon. Honey, this is still open, but since the children are scattered, there's nowhere they could go. And I do mean what I say. What I'm getting ready to say, I mean it with every ounce of my being. There's nowhere you can go and be uh, treated fairly or impartially. Everywhere you go, in every part of this globe, they're going to treat you bad until Yeshua come back here. I don't care where you go. Whether you go to a place that people are melanated like you or you go to a place where people not melanated because you are the children of Israel. You have the name and the DNA contract of the most high. When Yeshua came down here, he came down here to judge. That's what he said. He came down here to separate. That's what he said. He said this. Okay, I'm not mixing. I'm not making that up. Now he came to embrace uh, children too. And he came to be the light to the Gentiles. There's several things he had to do. And I already explained it several times. I don't have to keep saying it. If you read through the scriptures, you will hear what I'm saying. Not the way I'm saying it, but you understand. He came to cause division. Yes, he did. So. I say that to say there's going to be children of Israel that um, is rocking with the um, heathens. They're rocking with the heathens. So even though the Most High is saying uh, in the, and I'm going to go from 75, 76, 77, okay? Or 74, 75, 76, so, wait. I'm going to go from Deuteronomy, Lord number 174, Lord number 175, Law number 176 and law number 177 is establishing the community. So the most high said in 173, law number 173, he's going to appoint a king. 174, he said, you're going to, uh, when they establish the court, the ruling uh, municipality, he's going to select that and you have to abide by it. Law number 175, in case of division, if you get divided, uh, the majority rules 176 he's going to appoint judges through the uh, through the children in every town every municipality that the children live in this is all open laws they open until the new law is established until the new whatever is established and number 177 you must treat people equally those are laws that's still open now, the thing is, we're not in our land and people who rule and govern over the children of Israel are heathens, devils. So how are you praying for devils? Because if you're praying for the devil, then you're praying for the devil to extinct you. Yes, to make you extinct. Okay. Think about it. Think about it.
Law number 178, Leviticus 5 and 1. Anyone aware of evidence must come to court to testify. And if a soul sin and hear the voice of swearing and is a witness, whether he has seen or not known of it, excuse me, whether he has seen or known of it, if he do not utter it, then he shall bear his iniquity. Excuse me, bear his iniquity. This is open. If you know something, you're supposed to be honest and come forth. That's what that's about. But again, we are in uh, establishing a community as the children in the land of milk and honey. These were the laws. They still open. Even when all this stuff fast forward is happening. Today, they practice that. It's crooked as the letter Z. I already told you. The heathen stole the laws and they establishing the laws with that. E everything I said about judges, kings, and now some countries, European countries have kings, but many of them uh, also are in conjunction with governments. Same thing. And what are they doing? They lie, steal, doing all kinds of stuff, manipulate and get what they want in the court of law. Did you ever see that movie, um, The Devil's Advocate? Go see it. Mm-hmm. Go see it. All right. It's open, like I said, but since we're not in our land, it's still open. It's lingering into the most high who is Yeshua in the flesh. Step down here and get all of this stuff fixed up. It's still going to be a heavenly court. It's still going to be a, um, the next um, in the next life is going to be all of this. It's going to be all of this because there's still going to be laws governing. It may not be to the letter of what this is, but there'll still be laws governing. I don't know what the laws is going to be. I'm just saying. Number 179, Deuteronomy 13 and 14, the testimony, of, the testimony of witnesses shall be examined thoroughly. Think about that, what's going on now. And in the history of the children of Israel, how people could just say anything and lie and the person get hung, killed, beat to, get to death, uh, uh, body separate, child. Anyway, um, oh, hold on. I'm going to keep reading it. Again, 179 Deuteronomy 13 and 14, the testimony of witnesses shall be examined thoroughly. Then shall thou inquire and make search and ask diligently. That means, you know, that you're doing your homework to make sure everything is true. And behold, if it be true and the thing certain that such abomination was wrought among you, that's just uh, people doing investigations to find out, uh, to get to the bottom of the truth. That's what that is. Number 180, Deuteronomy 19 and 19. False witnesses punished as they intended upon accused. Then shall ye do unto them as he had thought to have done unto his brother. That's a law. Do unto others as you want them to do unto you. And an eye for eye, same thing. So shall thou put the evil away from among you. Now, they practice this all over the world, except it's crooked. People be a false witness all the time. They lie. Heathens lie. Everything that come out their mouth, 90% is a lie. Maybe their name is the truth. Maybe where they live is the truth. Who knows? But 90 or 99% of the stuff that come out their mouth is a lie. And if a heathen don't trust the child of Israel, remember Genesis 3, 14 through 16, enmity between the children of Israel or the children of the light and the children of darkness, why would you believe your enemy? 
The heathens don't believe the children of Israel. Understand that and think about it. I want you to think about that. They don't believe nothing you say. You could say something and you be the only one in the room telling the truth. They will not listen to you. They will not believe you until it comes from somebody else. Even your own brethren will do that. Law number 181, Deuteronomy 21 and 4. If Eglah Arfa on the heifer, when murderer unknown, and the elders of that city shall bring down the heifer unto the rogue valley, which is neither earned or sown, and shall strike off the heifer's neck where there in the valley. Now they got me on this one about a heifer. Um, it just seems like a sacrifice. Or it could be that somebody's stealing somebody's property. So what I'm going to say about this, I'm going to leave this one. I'm going to have to look into this one. I'll look into that and I'll get back to you on this one because I'm not sure about this one because this language is not English. And I want to say it's about theft. Okay. Yeah, it's about theft. Um, okay. Law number 182, Deuteronomy 19 and 3, on establishing six cities of refuge. Now, we did talk about this when I first um, did um, Genesis, Exodus, you know, the first five laws of the Pentateuch. I mean, first five books of the Pentateuch, we talked about this. So I'm going to keep moving and I'm going to say on establishing the six sanctuary cities of refuge. Now, I'm just going to give you a little bit of information about it. Um, they had to have a city of refuge for those people who committed uh, mistakes. I'm just going to say somebody made a mistake and killed somebody or whatever. And I'll give you an example. Maybe two people was out in the field uh, chopping wood and somebody's not paying attention. Next thing you know, you cut off somebody's head, head, arm, something vital and they die. Naturally, the family going to want to get you. So because it's a mistake, you go to the sanctuary cities until you could straighten all of that stuff out. Yeah, so that's what that's about. But it says on establishing six cities of refuge, thou shalt prepare three away and divide the coast of thy land, which your El, thy Elion, Give it to thee to inherit into three parts that every slayer may flee there. So that's a mistake. It, um, just in case somebody make a mistake and kill somebody. I'm drinking. It's hot. Okay. Number 183. Law number 183, Numbers 35 and 2, give cities to Levites who no ancestral land share. Um, we can't, we can't uh, utilize this law simply because we're not in our um, land. So there's no land to give anybody because we don't own squat. Command the children of Israel that they give unto the Levites of the inheritance of their possession cities to dwell in. 
and ye shall give also unto the Levites suburbs for the cities around about them. So we can't, um, we can't, um, I'm going to have to read that again. Um, the children of Israel had to give the Levites cities because they didn't have a physical inheritance. The most high is their lot. So the rest of the brothers had to um, give land to the Levites. That's what it's, it's about. We're not in our land. We ain't got none. Okay. Um, law number 184, Deuteronomy 22 and 8. Build fence on roof, remove potential hazards from home. When thou buildest a new house, then thou shalt make a battlement for thy roof that thou bring not blood upon thy house if any man fall from thence. You know, we can't um, utilize that because we ain't got no fence. We ain't got no place. We living in the land of our captivity and we ain't in our land. So um, I believe that open, even though we can't do nothing about it. That's what the Most High said. Okay, now we're in another category, and it's idolatry. Now, this should be cut and dry. I'm hoping that people can put on their common sense thinking cap, their discernment thinking cap. Let's move forward. Law number 185, Deuteronomy 12 and 2. On destroying all idols, and it's... A perpetences. You already know destroy all idols. Ye shall utterly destroy all the places wherein the nations which ye shall possess serve their gods upon the high mountains and upon the hills and under every green tree. Now, you already know that the Most High said don't worship him just anywhere willy-nilly. This is why. Cause they was they had the whole land uh, permeated with um, worshiping idols. So the Most High forbade them to go anywhere that was not consecrated to worship Him and do sacrifices. You couldn't just go anywhere and sacrifice. You just couldn't. So understand that destroying all idols. And that's a big thing because today people are practicing idolatry. They don't even know it. Now it's not a physical thing. It could be your phone. It could be um, something that you're um, connected to a TV show. Uh, people talk about they idolize um, things all the time. Oh, I'm obsessed. That's, that's idolatry. When they keep saying they're obsessed, think about what they're saying. Think about what they do and what they follow and how people can sway their decision-making. People do this all the time. That's idolatry. And the most high going to get you for it. That's open, honey. Like I said, destroy all idols. Because the most high said, if you like anything or love anything more than me, then you don't deserve me. Law number 186, Deuteronomy 13 and 16, the law about a city that has become apostate or perverted. 
and thou shalt gather all the spoil of it unto the midst of the street thereof, and thou shalt burn it with fire in the city, and all the spoil thereof, every wit for the most high thy L, and it shall be a heap forever. It shall not be built again. So the most high talk about burning down houses, honey. Burn down that land, burn it all down, and don't re uh, resurrect it. And I gather the most high said this because all the devils was dwelling there. So don't resurrect it. Praise your hallelujah. Deuteronomy 187. I'm sorry. Law number 187. Deuteronomy 20 and 7. On the law about destroying the seven Canaanite nations. Hold on. But thou shalt utterly destroy them. Namely, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, the Jebusites, as the Most High, thy El, have commanded thee. So, there's nations the Most High wanted them to be done with. Get them out of here. Get them out of the land of the living. No more in the land of the living shall they dwell. So, the Most High was very adamant about that. Get rid of them. Why? A lot of those nations, not only did they follow devil's practice with devils, a lot of them had mixed blood with fallen angels. Understand that. I already told you, just because you look like a human, don't mean on a DNA level you are. Your DNA will say something totally different, but you be walking around here swaying up and down, you a human. Child, please. If it walk like a duck and quack like a duck, it's a duck. And not a man. Back to what I was saying. Law number 188, Deuteronomy 25 and 19, on the extinction of thy seed of Amalek. Therefore, hold on. This one is fulfilled. And I'm going to say that law number eight, uh, 187 is fulfilled simply because there was war. And even if there's some of those people was uh, preserved and they mixed in people today, Guess what? The Most High gonna get rid of them. So Yahshua, um, well, the Most High said vengeance is his. So that trumps this. If they didn't get rid of everybody that the Most High said back in the days, and there's some blood around there swirled around in people's DNA, the Most High gonna get rid of it. And remember, even if the children of Israel mixed with those people fast forward, the Most High said he gonna clean the blood of the children. That's what he said. Because no, you're not going to have the blood of other things and other people. No, you're not. Most High said he's going to clean the blood. You better look that up, babies. Anyway, I'm going to keep moving. I will tell you uh, where it is in the scriptures, but I don't have time. We moving on. Okay. Um, law number 188. I'm back on that. Deuteronomy 25 and 19 on the extension extinction of the seed of Amalek therefore it shall be that the most high thy El have given thee rest from all thy enemies round about this is when they went into the land of milk and honey which was Canaan and in the land which the most high thy El given thee for an inheritance to possess it thou shalt blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven thou shalt not forget it so that was done Okay, that's fulfilled.
Law number 189, Deuteronomy 25 and 17, on remembering the evil deeds of Amalek in Yasharel. Remember what Amalek did unto thee, by the way, when ye were out forth from Egypt. And we already know that Amalek and them smote or killed the last portion of the children of Israel when they was coming out. They laid in a cut and waited for them and killed them. So that's what happened. So that's why the Most High said, uh-uh, honey, uh-uh, eye for an eye, eye for an eye. When did the Most High uh, get rid of that? He didn't. Now we're going to um, move forward to the category of war. Number, law number 90, Deuteronomy 20 and 11, regulations for wars other than ones commanded in the Torah. And it shall be, if it make the answer of peace and open unto thee, then it shall be that all the people that is found therein shall be tributaries unto thee, and they shall serve thee. Now, at that time, when they was um, fighting all of the um, heathen nations in Canaan, the Most High said, go and see if they want to uh, be peaceful first. And if not, annihilate them. If they do want to be peaceful, then they're going to be tributary to you, meaning they're going to be paying a tax to you. So they're going to be tributaries to you. The secondary cities, you're going to be the primary, they're going to be secondary cities. It's still going to be respect and all of that, but you're going to pay tribute because I'm the kingfish. That's how it is. But this happened a while ago. So it was fulfilled. Okay. But I'm going to tell you this. Everything happens um, in circles. I already told you. Situations happen um, perpetually or circulatory. Okay. There's nothing new under the sun, honey. What was will be. Law number 191, Deuteronomy 20 and 2, coming for special duties in war. And it shall be when ye are come nigh into battle that the priests shall approach and speak unto the people. So, you know, it's just bands of people and um, kind of like, um, and I'm just I'm giving a loose example, kind of like um, the army. There's um, different levels in the army. And all the way up to the captain or the colonel or whatever it is, that's what he's talking about. There's special duties um, that's given to special groups in war. It's kind of like the Navy, the Air Force, the Marines, the Army. And then within those um, secular um, parts of uh, government, they have different levels of um, people in command. Um, law number 192, Deuteronomy 23 and 14, prepare a place beyond the camp. So to keep the sanctuary and for the most high, thy L walk in the midst of thy camp to deliver thee and to go, to give up thy enemies before thee. Therefore shall thy camp be holy that he see no unclean thing in he, in thee and turn away from thee. What the Most High is saying is, 
Make sure you ain't doing no shenanigans when it comes down to war because the Most High walks in the midst of you. The captain of heaven's armies walk in the midst of you and vengeance is the Most High. What people don't understand, um, these are the people that's ignorant. When I say ignorant, I just mean not knowing, not um, senseless, which means stupid. I mean that people are not reading to understand. And a lot of times people can't understand because their eyes is closed and their ears are wax shut. When the Most High sent the children of Israel to war, who was doing the war? Who was doing it? Half the time, the children of Israel was sitting right there on the side and watching the captain of heaven's armies tear them up or the Most High sent bees or the Most High sent animals or the Most High sent somebody in there while the children sat there and watched it. And at the end of whatever, then they could go in and wrap it up. That's what the Most High was doing. The Most High went in there because he said, vengeance is mine. And that's what he did a lot of times. If he told the children of Israel, go in there and I want you to do X, Y, and Z, then they would go in there and swarm like killer bees. But for the most part, the Most High appointed spiritual captains to tear these heathens to pieces. And it didn't take, take long either. When you read into these scriptures, and I did, you could go back to those, um, those things I did. That's why I went to the... Um, the book of Jasa, you will see that the Most High sent the captain of heaven's armies to tear humans up. If the humans that was heathens wasn't tearing each other up, because remember, the Most High is the father of spirits. He can get your spirit to do whatever it, it need to do and, and coax that, um, that uh, essence of yours, which is your conscience, to do what you need to do to yourself. And a lot of times the children of Israel were just sitting there in awe until the Most High told them to do stuff, and half the time they didn't want to do it. They was like a bunch of asses, and I mean donkeys, that don't want to do nothing. Yeah, just stiff neck all the time. It was a mess. And when I mean asses too, just beasts. A donkey is a beast. It's a beast that don't listen a lot of times. So in the, um, in the Bible or in the scriptures, they call it an ass. That's what they called it back then. So that's why I interchanged the names. But a lot of times the most high got to deal with us like we the donkeys. We don't listen. Donkeys are stubborn. They do what they want to do. And half the time you got to pop them upside their head to make them do stuff. And that's what the most high is saying. We are a lot of times beasts. Because if you made in the image of the most high, you're supposed to be all the things that the most high is. But half the time, we're not. This is why in the book of Enoch, the Most High, well, not the Most High. Well, yeah, the Most High sent Enoch a dream, a vision. And one of his visions was about the whole world being beasts. And some were men. So the Most High said he made men in his image. If you follow the Most High and doing everything the Most High said, then you are in his image. But once you turn around and you invite sin in or you following sin, you're a beast. Understand that and know. Back to what I was saying. Okay. This is the last of the war category. And it's um, number 193, Deuteronomy 23 and 13. So include the digging tool among war implements. And thou shall have a paddle upon thy weapon. And it shall be when thou will ease thyself abroad, thou shall dig therewith and shall turn back and cover that which come from thee now i could look at that and say 
give me one minute. Let me, let me, I understand what it's saying, but it's cut off. So give me a minute. Okay. <laughs> We're back on 193. Now, this is what happened. I downloaded these laws, which I said before. And a lot of these laws, well, some of them have typos. It's supposed to be in the New King James because it's still the thou, but it's in regular language. But a lot of times um, there'll be a law, but there's three dots in the front of what the law says, meaning there was something in front of it. So from what I gather, it's talking about a tool, but then I, I'm seeing that it's talking about relieving yourself. So I had to be sure that's what it was because it doesn't say that 100%. So this is what I'm going to read because it's Deuteronomy 23, 12 and 13. Here it just says 13. I'm going to read it, but um, I'll just read it. And then it speaks for itself because I'm going to amplify it. And it says Deuteronomy 23, 12 and 13. You shall have a place outside the camp to which you may go and you shall have a spade among your tools. And when you prepare to sit down outside to relieve yourself, you shall dig a hole with it and shall turn and cover up your waist. Now, that goes with the law that I said before it, law number 192. Because the Most High is going to be walking among the children, that place has to be clean. There can't be no waste all around like animals. So that's what the children of Israel did. They covered their waist. And I want you to think about, um, I want you to think about Job. Remember when Job said, and I read this um, uh, prior to reading these laws. Oh, no, I didn't. Sorry. I read it um, on the Sabbath lesson. And remember when Job was sitting in a dung heap outside the city. Remember, he is a child of Esau. So what they did, I gather, I'm just going to gather and say this. If it's a dung heap outside the city, maybe everybody went to the bathroom there. Or maybe all the animals went to the bathroom there. Or maybe whatever it was in regards to the uh, waste management that they had in that city, whether they had it in within the city or outside the city, um, the outskirts of the city, um, Job was sitting out there in poop. So the most high is saying with Deuteronomy 23, 12 and 13, which they only put 13 here in my notes um, that I downloaded because I didn't um, download each and every law. I just downloaded um, somebody who had the laws. It's saying that be clean when you go to the bathroom. Make sure that you cover up your waist appropriately because the most high walks in the midst of them and that area has to be clean so no matter what any heathen said the children of israel was supposed to be and continue to be for the most part clean that's how they're supposed to be that's the law so never um, have nobody think that the uh, children of israel is anything but clean because this is the law okay now we're going to go to um, being social. And I think this is going to be the last thing I read before. Uh, hold on. Yeah, because this is a long one. We in the next category in the social. Now, I'm going to tell you that um, 
law 193 in deuteronomy i must leave it open because this is what happens in war anyway well i'm not gonna say that for the children of israel because we don't know what happens in war nor did we know what happened whoever world war one world war two um uh, Vietnam, all these other things, uh, civil wars and all these other wars, we don't know how they um, used uh, the commode. But for the children of Israel, that's what you do. So I'm going to leave this open. I'm not going to say fulfilled because there's going to be another war. But anyway, um, I'm going to say this is open because they did uh, buy by this rule. Um, rule number 192, which is prepare place beyond the camp. Uh, so you can be uh, and keep it sanitary. I'm gonna leave that open too, cause I already told you. Um, in prophecy, there will be another war: righteousness versus wickedness. There is gonna be a little war. Um, one ninety one, Deuteronomy twenty and two. Uh, special duties that's still open. Um, uh, even though. Um, at that time there was uh, a lot of battles. I'm going to leave that open because there is going to be another time of war. So I'm just going to leave it like that. Um, it was done. Um, it was abided by, by the Most High, and the Most High keeps it open. Tell them to keep it open. Now I'm on um, the category of being social. Law number 194, Leviticus 6 and 4, on a robber to restore the stolen goods to his owner. Then it shall be because he have sinned and is guilty that he shall restore that which he took in a violent way or the thing which he have deceitfully gotten or that which was delivered to him to keep or the lost thing which he found. Bring it back. Now, I already told you that the heathen stole these books. Uh, and for the most part, that's what they practice. So if somebody stole something and they go to jail, they have to pay restitution. Meaning you got to pay back whatever you did to the people you did it to. All the heathens not practicing this law. Yeah. Children of Israel had first. Do, uh, law number 195, Deuteronomy 15 and 8. On to give charity to the poor. But thou shalt open thy hand wide unto the poor and shall surely lend him sufficient for his need in that which he wants. That's what Job did. He opened his heart to the poor. That's what we supposed to do. That's what the bride is supposed to do. That's what the assembly is supposed to do. This is why, um, a part of why the most high put the laws um, in place. So nobody won't suffer. That's open. Even the heathens do that. Before they line their pockets, they'll give a little bit to the poor of these churches. They line their pockets and then uh, give the pence to the poor. I told you they steal these laws and they uh, make them crooked. L Law number 196, Deuteronomy 15 and 14, on giving gifts to a Hebrew bondman upon his freedom. Thou shalt furnish him liberally out of thy flock and out of thy floor. And out of thy wine press of what wherewith the most high thy El, Elion, have blessed thee, thou shalt give unto him. Ooh, there's a lot I can say about that. I'm going to say this. 
there's this and there's another law. Now, mind you, there were servants within the children of Israel and they were, um, what were they? Uh, endangered servants, meaning they didn't have enough money. They needed money and they um, went to work for somebody as a servant. And if they um, couldn't pay off the money, and we said this before, previously, probably last week, as a part of the laws, at the 50th Jubilee, you're supposed to let them go. And when it's time to let them go, you're supposed to give them enough stuff so that they could sustain themselves. It's a law that never went away. Because guess what? That's the same thing that happened in Egypt, a.k.a. Mishraim. The children work, 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 because a part of the law is you're supposed to pay, and I'm not going to put the cart before the horse, but you're supposed to pay people their wages for their work. So this is it, one part in a different um, type of um, explanation, but uh, you're supposed to pay people for working. That's a law, according to the Most High, for the children of Israel. When the children of Israel went into bondage for 400 some odd years to the Mizraim, which is the Egyptians, what happened when they left out of Egypt? They left with a boatload of silver, gold, and all the rest of the stuff they needed. Even said i ain't giving you nothing you ain't getting nothing no i'm not letting you go who uh who came and released them the same thing that's happened back then is the same thing that's gonna happen again i've been already told you everything happens in a circle so stop begging your oppressors for stuff stop begging them for um for validation stop begging them for um reparations and all that we are due reparations but guess who's gonna give it to us it's not gonna be them because they're not gonna give it and the most high does it like that just to show you he's the most high and he did it before he told moshe oh no go ahead and ask um go ahead and ask pharaoh to let you go go on and i'm gonna tell you right now he's not gonna let you go because i'm gonna harden his heart because i want you to see i'm behind all this and when everything was said and done and they was let go, the Most High told Moshe, go on over there and go tell them to give you some stuff, some parting gifts, some reparations. Oh, no, they didn't want to give no reparations. The Most High made Pharaoh give reparations too. He socked it to Pharaoh so good that they was like, look, we're going to give you everything. Get out of here. And that's exactly what's going to happen again. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. Yes, honey, there's nothing new under the sun. Everything that happens shall happen again. Trust and believe, honey. So don't you worry. Law number 197, Exodus 22 and 25 on lending money to the poor without interest. This is the children of Israel lending to one another. If thou lend money to any of my people that is poor by thee, thou shall not be to them as an usurer. Neither shall thou lay upon them usury, meaning don't be putting no interest on that. We ain't supposed to have no interest. You give interest to other people, but you ain't supposed to have no interest. Who's get, who gets the most interest on them? Who? Why? You already know the answer, but why? Because Deuteronomy 28, because you didn't listen. Uh-huh. These laws is down here because you didn't listen. Children of Israel, your forefathers did not listen. 
Is all this stuff open? Yes, it is. Because the Most High going to wrap all this stuff up during the consummation, honey. Oh, yes. He's going to give it to everybody. Uh, um, Jacob's trouble is now. But little by little, the tides is turning. Little by little, honey. You can see it. Those who got an eye to see, you can see the tides is turning, honey. People's doing stuff they ain't never did before. Oh, yes. And we all going to see it. Okay? Um, now we on, um, oh, I didn't even read the whole thing. It says unto the stranger, thou must, oh, sorry. Um, law number 198, Deuteronomy 23 and 20. I, I missed one. This is the one I missed. I'm reading it now. On lending money to the foreigner with interest. Remember, you're not supposed to, um, have interest on your brethren. The foreigner, you could give interest. Unto the stranger thou may lend upon usury, but unto thy brother thou shall not lend upon usury. Meaning, don't put no interest on it. That the Most High thy El may bless thee in all that thou gets thy hand to in the land, whether thou goes to possess it. Deuteronomy, oh, um, Law 199, Deuteronomy 24 and 13, on restoring a pledge to his owner if he needs it. In any case, thou shalt deliver him the pledge again when the sun goes down, that he may sleep in his own raiment and bless the Most High, and it shall be righteousness. So his clothing, that's what it is. Give him, give him clothing, whatever. Don't let him walk around uh, naked and whatever. Oh, that shall be uh, righteousness unto thee before the Most High thy El. Um, uh, law number two hundred, Deuteronomy twenty four and fifteen, on paying the work. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm talking about right here. That's open, by the way. They open. They still open because you ain't supposed to charge your brethren, children of Israel, um, interest. For the, uh, the children of Israel who have um, whatever they have, you um, credit and whatever else, you're not supposed to charge them interest, but they're doing it anyway. But for the most part, a lot of children of Israel don't have those businesses and stuff to uh, be doing all that. But this is what I'm talking about right here. This is what the Most High is going to do to the heathens. And he did it to Pharaoh and he's going to do it to the heathens and it's open and ready. The most high part of the law. And remember, this wasn't even this wasn't even written. And the most high fulfilled his law. Law number 200. On paying the worker his wages on time. At this day, thou shalt give him his hire. Neither shall the sun go down upon it, for he is poor and settles his heart upon it lest he cry against thee unto the most high and it be sin unto thee. What are the children of Israel today doing? You supposed to pay people their wages. If they work for you, there ain't no such thing as uh, working for free. There's no such thing as working for free, especially according to the most high. This is law number 20, I mean 200, honey. This is what I'm telling you. The most high fulfilled this law when the children of Israel walked themselves out of uh, Mizraim, aka Egypt. 
the most I said, oh, no, y'all ain't going empty-handed, honey. Uh-uh, y'all worked for 400 years. You're going to get everything that was um, meant for you to have. All those wages that you um, that you had and your um, your forefathers died for, oh, yeah, you getting it all. And they got it. And guess what? I already told you, we are in the daughter of Babylon. The daughter of Babylon is Mizraim, a.k.a. Egypt, and Sodom and Gomorrah. And I'm going to prove to you this is Egypt. There's five abolists, between five and seven abolists in the United States. And guess how many is in Europe? Meaning um, throughout Europe, there's abolists from Egypt. And guess how many's in um and um uh oh gosh Rome, okay? I would just say Italy. Guess how many? Thirteen. So who's the daughter of Babylon and who's Babylon? The daughter of Babylon is the United States. Babylon is Europe. So stop the nonsense, and you could prove it by all of the stuff that's there, honey. I already told you the daughter of Babylon. Y'all gonna stop playing with me. Mm-hmm. You gonna stop. Mm-hmm. Back to what I was saying. Law number 200. Children of Israel, you're gonna get everything that's owed to you. Just do what the most I said. Do your job. Don't worry about all of that. I understand people's fighting for reparations and all that, but the same thing happened in um Mizraim, aka Egypt. The same exact thing happened. And guess what the most I did? When y'all walked out of there, guess what? You had everything you could ever want. Uh-huh. There's even some scriptures in there that's saying um, the 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 gold and all that wealth that the heathens got is saved up for the righteous. It's not saying it the way I'm saying it, but these are scriptures, honey. The most high's word does not fall down void. When he say, what he say? It's going to be done. Okay, his will will be done in the heavens above and the earth below. The most high doesn't miss a beat. Nothing, nothing. He don't miss nothing. So stop worrying. I understand there's a lot of stuff going on. Everybody hates you. Every day is even worse than the day before. I get it. But the most high is writing down everything. And he didn't already said in his prophecies, many of them, that he going to get the heathens. Oh, yes, honey. It's nothing that's going to be um, bypassed. Nothing, nothing. You need to do your job, though. Moving back to what I was saying. Remember, law 200, you're supposed to pay the work of his wages on time. And we about four, 500 years overdue. Back to what I was saying. Law number 201, Deuteronomy 23 and 24. Employee is allowed to eat the produce he's working in. That's another law that's going to, uh, the most I going to uh, recoup. When thou comest into thy neighbor's vineyard, then thou mayest eat grapes, uh, thy fill at a time of thy pleasure, but thou shalt not put any in a vessel. So if you in the field and you picking grapes, cotton, corn, anything, you can go in there and eat it, the most I said. But not according to these heathens, honey. You will die for a piece of corn, cotton, whatever else. Oh, the most high can't wait. Ooh, child. He gonna do what he do. Law number 202, Exodus 23 and 5, on helping unload when necessary a tired animal. If thou see an ass, told you, ass, which is a donkey, 
Y'all see your ass of him that hateth the lying under his burden and would forbear to him, thou shalt surely help him with him. So help with the burdens of the animals and whatever else. Don't let them die in the middle of um, trying to do their jobs, which they did to the children of Israel, by the way, in the land of your captivity. But anyway, um, law number 203, Deuteronomy 22 and 4, on assisting a man loading his beast with his burden, more than likely it was a donkey. Thou shalt not see thy brother's ass or his ox fall down by the way and hide thyself from them. Thou shalt surely help and lift them up again. So, you know, help your brother. Are you your brother's keeper? Yes, you are. Help. Don't stand there. Don't stand there because the most high going to get you, honey. He sees everything. Somebody taking notes from the day you was born to the day you take your last breath, honey. Understand that and know. Law number, and that's open. Even though we don't have that, but even if you was in the field, if you was a farmer and somebody's there who's a children of Israel or, you know, a child of Israel, whatever, um, help them. Don't, don't sit there and watch them do stuff. Struggling. Child, even the heathens do that. Even the heathens help one another. Uh, law number 204, Deuteronomy 22 and 1, on uh, that lost uh, property must be returned to its owner. And we already talked about that. Uh, animal or whatever, return it again to your brother. We talked about that. If it's lost, um, give it back, don't steal it. So um, even though it's two different laws, one is don't steal it. If it's not yours, bring it back. And this law right here is um, if it's lost, don't take it for yourself. So that would be stealing. So give it back to your brother, your brethren. That's what it says. Law number 205, Leviticus. Um, and that's open. It's just common sense. Um, Leviticus 19 and 17 on being required to reprove the sinner. Thou shall not hate thy brother in thy heart. Thou shall in any wise rebuke thy neighbor and not suffer sin upon him. So, um, we are required to admonish people. You don't have to beat nobody down. You don't have to abuse nobody, embarrass nobody, none of that. But you got to correct them though. Do it with love, respect, support, period. That's open. Okay. Law number 206, Leviticus 19 and 18. Love your neighbor as yourself. Not only is that a law, it's a command. That's how important it is. Law number 206, love your neighbor as yourself. Uh-huh. Even the heathens do that to their own neighbors, meaning their own family members. Uh-huh. I'm not saying all of them, but that's what they do. I already told you many of these people who were not the children of Israel stole these books and they practiced them. Even though it's crooked the way they practicing them, they are practicing them. Thou shalt not avenge, because the most high is vengeance. Most high does the vengeance. You shall not avenge or bear any grudge against the children of your, your brethren, the, the children of thy people, not your brethren, but thou shalt love your neighbor as yourself, for I am the most high. Who's your neighbor? Your brethren. Lord number 206. Okay, just like I said in the New Te Testament, well, who's my neighbor? The Most High told him who was who Yeshua in the flesh, told him who his neighbor was. Your brethren, because you live next to them. 
Deuteronomy, oh, sorry, law number 207, Deuteronomy 10 and 19 on being commanded to love. And I'll say it like this, because it says the convert or the proselyte. Love those people that are in, um, uh, that came to visit you in your nation when they was in um, the new land and love and respect people. That's what it says. Deuteronomy 10 and 19, a command to love the proselytes, which are the people who converted and made a, a, a religion out of loving the most high. Love the converts. That's what it says. It says love the convert or the proselyte. Now I'm going to tell you in the book of Philip, who was a, um, a apostle, it says a Jew makes a Jew that is a convert. There's a difference between the children of Israel, meaning Yaakov's children from his own loins and converts that they call Jews, two different people, two different types of people, two different. Okay. A child of Israel can't call himself a Jew because he's not a Jew. His DNA has a contract on it. He's not a Jew. Converts are Jews. Machines are Jews. Who they call Christians are Jews. Because those are the ones following people. We can't follow nobody. You know why? Because that, that person's already in our family. We're not following him. We, he's a part of us. We got a contract. It is what it is. Okay, this is why I don't talk about um, Jews. I don't know what they're doing over there. I know what the children of Israel are supposed to be doing. I know what they're supposed to be doing. I don't worry about what other people's doing. With all due respect, I don't worry about what other people's doing. I'm worried about what me and my people's doing. That's what we need to do. We should have been doing this a long time ago. If we was doing this a long time ago, we wouldn't be in this mess. Okay. Because nobody listens. I didn't already say what I said. Understand that? No. Most I say you need to listen. That's why we in this mess now. Because our forefathers are in everybody else's business doing whatever else. Go sit down, children of Israel. This is why we in the mess. That's open. Law number 208, Leviticus 19 and 36 on the law of accurate weights and measures. I didn't already said that. I told you weights and measures is a law. Do people practice that today? Water break. Yes. People practice weights and measures today. They used to have those little scales out there. This is open, by the way. They used to have those scales and they used to measure the gold and the wheat and all of that stuff. That's that's a law. You're supposed to, um, you're supposed to practice appropriate weights and measures don't cheat people that's what this means weights and measures is open because people do it today i used to i already told you about the governmental job i had i've been in, in almost every part of the government <laughs> where i live so in consumer protection we had weights and measures and what they did they would go and calibrate gas calibrate um industrial equipment in dry cleaners they would do all of that that's weights and measures fyi just a little bit of information did they cheat yes because if they didn't cheat then we wouldn't need to go out and and weigh it the most high is saying 
be honest when you do your weights and measures. It ha it's being um, uh, practiced today by heathens and Gentiles. I told you, everybody didn't took the books and broke them down and they acting like this theirs. I didn't say what I said. <laughs> Y'all need to understand that. So um, let me read it. Just balances, just weights, a just ephah and a just him shall ye have. I am the most high, your El Elyon, which brought you out of the land of Mizraim, a.k.a. Egypt. I say Mizraim because Mizraim means bondage. Egypt just mean Egypt, child. North Africa, place in North Africa. That's what it means. But according to um, Hebrew, Mizraim means bondage. And I'm going to say it like that because you need to understand what it means. Everything uh, is relevant. Everything. So that is the last of the laws that I'm going to read for this week. I hope you're learning something. I hope that you understand that the most high follows his own laws. So how could you say don't follow the laws when he's following his own laws? I didn't already told you that he's going to um, get the heathens for not paying his children for slavery. He already did it in Mizraim. He can do it again. He didn't already did it with all those four, um, those four uh, conquering, well, the three conquering nations. He didn't get the fourth one yet. Trust and believe. Oh, no. When the Most High say he going to do what he do, he's going to do it. Understand and know. I'm just letting you know that these laws, all those laws, the last ones I read, are open. And they're going to swirl around until the Most High said, dip down there and let my will be done. And it's going to be done. It is what it is. So we're going to continue to go through these laws. And I'm going to explain as much as I can. And there's one law that was not clear to me. And I'm getting ready to tell you that law. And then we're going to sign off. Hold on. Okay, law number 181 in regards to Deuteronomy 21, and it says 21 and 4, and it, it talks about a heifer being sacrificed. Now, uh, that, uh, the person who put these laws together, they just put that there, but you have to be able to read and understand Deuteronomy 21, um, verse 3 through 6. You can actually do 1 through 6, but it's the atonement for an unsolved murder. Remember, we talked about murders. Um, so um, in regards to an unsolved murder, say like somebody um, killed somebody and nobody knew. Nobody knew um, who did it or how to solve it. Remember, in regards to the sanctuary cities and all that stuff, we was talking about that. But um, if nobody knew that one of the children of Israel got murdered by I don't know whether it was a mistake or whatever the case was, they had to do a sacrifice. So that's what it was. Um, the person who put these laws together, they only did Deuteronomy 21 and four, but it's actually one through six. So that's what I'm just trying to tell you. Um, you have to sacrifice a heifer, um, to atone for that murder. That's what that was. Okay. Um, as we continue to, uh, do these, um, lessons, um, of the law in this series, 
we're gonna we're gonna learn a lot, all of us together. We're gonna learn a lot. I'm gonna reacquaint myself, and you're going to learn if you didn't know, because we need to understand what's going on. Because you can't follow something or someone if you don't know what you're doing. There's no such thing as oh yeah, just do this. Because half the time people don't listen. And this is why we in the position we in, they don't understand, they can't comprehend. And sometimes you have to give explicit examples. So in order for you to tell somebody to do something, they have to understand what they're doing. So it's not just so easy to say, oh, just, we don't have to do this. Just believe. Sometimes people don't get it. Remember the scriptures say that people's eyes are closed and their ears are waxed shut. How are they supposed to follow what's going on in the scriptures if they don't know? A lot of people don't even open up the book. A lot of people just follow what the person says that's preaching in the um uh, in the um uh, in the churches. They don't know. They just go there and um the pastor is um uh building them up and hyping them up. He's just like a um you know, just giving them words of encouragement or he's just giving them um, prosperity uh, mumbo jumbo all the while stealing out of their pockets, okay? Um, people need to understand what's being said. People need to understand how to go about things. And sometimes we lose sight of that. We just do, because sometimes we get so higher up in elevation with spiritual things that we forget. There's a lot of people that's just starting. There's a lot of people that don't understand. And just to say, oh, yeah, you you know, um, you have to do this and you have to believe now. That doesn't mean anything to somebody who doesn't know anything about spiritual anything. And unfortunately, many of the children of Israel, they've been so blind, deaf, dumb, following devils, believing devils, that they don't know which way is up. And this is why the Most High said in the last days, he's going to pour out his spirit and his children going to be doing everything. And when I say everything, I mean it. Prophesying, teaching, they're going to be speaking in tongues and somebody's going to be interpreting because the Most High is going to give somebody the interpretation spirit. So they're going to interpret it. They're going to do all kinds of stuff, casting out devils. The same thing that happened when Yahshua walked the earth, they're going to be doing again. And remember, Yahshua said, you're going to be able to do what I do and even more. What was Yahshua doing? Walking through walls, elevating, doing all kinds of stuff, casting out devils, all kinds of stuff. Oh, yes. You're going to be able to do that too because the Most High is not finished with any of us yet. Oh, no, this is just the beginning, honey. This is you just trying to, he's he's waking people up and he's just duck, duck, goose, honey. You going to get it. You going to get it. I'm going to sprinkle this on you. I'm going to sprinkle that on you. I'm going to sprinkle this on you. And we're going to get up and start relay racing. That's what we're going to do. And that's what people are doing now. Everybody's in their lane. As soon as everybody find out what their lane is, they're going to take the baton and they're going to start running. And when they start running, they're going to start ministering. That's why I say I'm a minister, not no preacher. I'm a minister. And many of these people that's telling this truth, they ministering to you. That's what we all doing. So I hope that you learn something every time you tune into this platform. I'm here for you. I am. I'm here for me too. Because I learn a lot when I'm lecturing you too. I mean, I'm not perfect. 
this flesh ain't perfect. Ain't nobody's flesh perfect. We trying to get it together, all of us. The thing is, I'm I'm finding out who I am um, in regards to what blessing that the Most High gave me. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. Trust me. Rewind about 10, 12 years ago. I, 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 I wouldn't, I wasn't doing any of this. If you told me this about 10 or 12 years ago, I would look at you like you had three heads. Never would I do this. Never. And the people that know me know I would never do this. I stay to myself and do what I do. All of a sudden, the most, you know, not all of a sudden, but you know, um, as time began and I started searching for the most high, most high had things for me to do, honey. And I always had a big mouth. Mm -hmm. My mouth was always big. <laughs> so, and I was always a talker. Always. So I guess he used that in me to uh, minister to you. Mm -hmm. Ooh, this mouth was lethal. But I kept it quiet, but uh, nobody didn't want to test me when it came down to this mouth. Oof. Yes, honey, even even supervisors and bosses would jump back and be like, oh, how dare you? I'd be like, how dare you? Yes, honey. Uh, and people who know me know me. But anyway, I say that to say he'll take whatever you are and turn it around for his purpose. That's what I mean, you know? It'll take what you got and use it. And maybe on this earth, people don't like um, your asset. That's what it is. People don't, people may not like your asset, uh, the way that you teach or the way that you live your life or whatever it is, but the most high is going to take that and use that as an example. And he's going to magnify you and you going to be able to do what you need to do when the most high select you and pouring out of his spirit. And I say that to say, I hear many people, many people just telling this truth, honey. I'll be sitting here praising the most high and just being happy and glad that this stuff is going out into the atmosphere. I'm glad. I am so glad that this stuff is going out to the atmosphere because it's like a relief. Because people, um, I would just say myself, uh, I knew there was much more to me and my people that meets the eye. I knew in my being, I knew I didn't know what it was. I knew it was something different. I knew it was something different. And then when the most high uh, pulled me over to the side and it was a long road, maybe one day you'll hear my testimony. And when he pulled me to the side and was like, oh, you looking for me? Are you looking for me? And once I started getting on that yellow brick road, honey, I did feel like Dorothy. I was like, yes, honey, I'm searching for the most high. And I was on the road. And next thing you know, I got all the stuff I was supposed to get. And now I'm here. Yes. So it wasn't an easy road for me. And it's not going to be an easy road for you. We're going to do this together because the Most High wants that. He wants the bride to assemble. That's what he wants. He wants the uh, that bride to assemble. All the fingers, the toes, all the teeth in the mouth, the lips. He wants the whole bride to assemble because we are his. Okay, so you just sit back. You could go along with the scriptures, open up your Bible when I do these laws or go on your phone, do whatever. Get this stuff down in your being so that you understand what's happening and that you are in the know and educated 
on who you are glorifying and who you praying to understand who you are in the most high and who you belong to. And that's when you can be self-assured and start doing your job. Cause just like the, um, in the Testament of the 12 brother, number seven, once you find out who you are, you're going to start praying to the most high. He's going to stop all this nonsense, all this foolishness. No more going to the heathens, begging for equality, begging for reparation. No more going to the heathens. All you got to do is understand who you are. Stand in your faith. Develop it. Stand in your faith and start praying. And the Most High says it too. The people who are called by my name, turn from your wicked ways. I will heal you. And I will heal your land. Oh yeah, I'm going to heal you. But I need you to step out first. I need you to do it. Okay? Because you got to work your faith. First, you got to find out what faith truly is and then work it down to the bone. Oh, the most high sees you. Uh-huh. And he hears you, the nonsense. Oh, yes, he does. But you want him to listen to you, which is different. Okay? So with that, I say, I hope that you enjoy the rest of your week. I hope to see you on the Sabbath. I hope um, your family as well. I hope you start meditating and listen to these words. Listen to all the platform um, uh, library um, uh, lessons. I have daily lessons there. I have um, the scriptural guest lessons. I have regular lessons. I have um, food for thought. I have all kinds of stuff that has to do with um, the most high and what's going on today. Okay, so um, enjoy the rest of your week, and I hope that we see each other again on the Sabbath, and until next time. Hi, trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. It's good to hear the word of truth of the Most High. But you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks. Hey. Don't make me your guilty pleasure. Hit that follow button and make that commitment.
you will not be disappointed. And it's free. It doesn't cost nothing to hit that follow. Thanks. <laughs>